for listening. This is Shit on the Table. This is Vanessa. Hey, it's Vanessa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, so, how was your work week? It was good. It was busy. Um, for me, I work part-time most yeah. of the time, so I just take a couple dogs on the days that I can work in my little grooming studio, and I had a bunch of really good dogs, um, one new dog. Nice. Yeah, a couple dogs I haven't seen in a couple months, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I deal with a lot of old dogs, <laughs> a lot of old dogs, so most of my clients were very, very old. <laughs> yeah, 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 I have an old dog tomorrow, Ugh. I always get so nervous when I go to his house. I'm like, not today, please. I'm getting more used to it because, like, more of the dogs that are referred to me are senior or um, handicap or, Mm -hmm. you know, socially awkward dogs that can't be in a traditional grooming. Mm Kind of like what, you know, I'm brick and mortar, but you're mobile. Yeah, I get the socially awkward dogs, too. Um, They do very good in, like, just a one-on-one setting. But yeah, I've one of my clients are old, and yeah, uh, I hate doing old dogs. I'm getting used to it because I make it very clear to the owners. I know you're a lot more in, blunt than I am. Me, I'm your like, dog has the potential to not come back alive. <laughs> <laughs> Sign this waiver. Mm-hmm. These are the things I'm, I step by step. This is how I'm going to wash your dog. This is how I'm going to dry your dog. This is probably the amount of time it's going to take, and there'll mm-hmm. probably be a couple breaks in between. Yeah. This is how much you're going to pay. And if your dog passes away, do you want me to resuscitate or attempt to resuscitate? Yeah. Because when we took that CPR class. Yeah. She said we she had said, to have these conversations. She said those conversations are good to have. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want to have to ever use CPR. Mm-hmm. Same. But days. I want to know it. Yeah. But I don't want to have to use it. Same. But it's a conversation that has to be had with those really yeah. old dogs. Yeah. I had an 18-year-old um, Shih Tzu Maltese mix come in. Oh, my oh God. man, this was months ago. But the gentleman was so sweet, but he had to be there. Not because the dog was difficult. I mean, the dog was kind of it's blind, old. deaf, old, so he was holding her. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to be there in case she died on the table. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so traumatic. It was not. He was so funny. <laughs> he was chill. He listened to everything I had to say. He talked oh about God. movies. Yeah. And how he was an artist. So we yeah. got to know each other on a very intimate, mm-hmm. you know, your dog may die level. And I <laughs> haven't heard from him in a Aww. while because I ended up doing his other dog who was much younger weeks yeah. later. And he was, his wife was calling me on the phone crying. Thank you. She looks so beautiful. The dog looked like shit. <laughs> well, not the second yeah. dog, but the first old dog. Yeah, they always do. Oh, she looked awful. And it was like when you yeah. bathe a cat, you just get it wet yeah it's super quick yeah super quick that's how I do the dog that I do tomorrow and then I have one she's a lab and the last time I did her just was not was not like our typical groom she literally just laid down in the bath the whole time and which is fine it doesn't bother me and I just kind of roll her over for the next side and so then I tailed her off and carried her she's not like a tiny lab like a thin lab she's kind of on the obese side so I'm like lifting this dog out of the tub and putting her on the table and like blow dried her and just got her out I try and just get her out within like an hour and me and mom unfortunately had to have that talk of I'm like well do you have plans and she's like kind of she's like I really don't want to take her to the vet but there's no other option and I was like well there are options and you know you can have it done in home and you know, so there's that. So I sent her some information, same place that I'm going to be using for my own personal dog. Um, but so I was like, God, I hate these conversations. She's crying and I'm crying and I'm like, ugh. But she's like, you know, thank you. She's like, we had no idea that wasn't even an option. Um, and um, okay. And um, so it was just like a sad situation. I mean, it is sad, but it's, it sucks when you're like, you know. It's the hard part of the job. But I have to have these conversations, so I am not, you know, getting sued because your dog is just going to. Yeah, because they're old. Stroke out. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not 
you know, it's not like we're sitting there abusing these dogs. They're just old, and sometimes I, I tell grooming them, like, is just so stressful for their little hearts. Yeah, it is. You know, so it's so sad. I hate having dogs pass away. I just had one pass away, Wrigley. Yeah. Unfortunately, put him down. I love that dog. That dog was so mm-hmm. sweet. I know. I think he had, like, kidney failure. And this was all within a month. Like, the last time I saw him, he was fine and perky. And then the next I know it, their appointment's coming up, and they get done every four weeks. And she's like, we have to inform you. I'm like, oh, I actually cried. But I hate that part of the job. It's the worst. Okay, so what do you do with this situation? I have a dog that she would come in every four weeks mm-hmm. actually every five weeks and her mother would call me all the time ask me a bunch of different questions well the dog started acting kind of funny was very thirsty and she had remembered that her dog previous to baby that's the dog's name mm-hmm. had diabetes so she started seeing signs and then she took the dog in, and then it was such a quick succession where she was diagnosed, diabetic, became blind, mm-hmm. and then I haven't heard from the lady. Yeah. The lady also is much older, mm-hmm. too. So it could go either or? No. I just feel like she, she calls me. She would update me on baby's health. Yeah all the time hey you know i can't make it or this is what's going on it was like a bi-weekly thing and she would text me so what i worry about is that both her and the dog passed away and i'm too afraid to call i'm too afraid to call because i i ended up calling maybe twice Mm -hmm. since i haven't heard from them and i haven't got a response back i just got her voicemail you could do because i'm a chicken shit too when it comes to calling like those clients that have older parents or the dog is older and then i'm also like super scared of rejection so like but if she's i definitely been, know it's not rejection yeah. because of the kind of communication you could always send the we miss you card instead I don't have of calling address. oh okay i don't i don't i don't get addresses i get oh. their emails phone numbers ah. i should get their address but i don't you could send and i miss you email I guess I could do that. Because they have, like, templates and stuff yeah. where you can make, like, a cute little card. Yeah, she and was a very, it. she was a very tech-savvy woman. I, I, I honestly, you know, in my heart of That's hearts... That's my chicken shit way of getting out of a phone call. Yeah, I believe, honestly, that she just doesn't want to talk to me because I remind her of her dog. Yeah, well, I get that. You know that. what I mean? No, I get it a lot, like... And I'm hoping that's the situation because she did have an accident mm. right before I saw, she stopped talking to me. Yeah. And that made me worry about her health. Yeah. And it, it was just like she was an older woman, had mm-hmm. health issues, who had an older dog who had oh, health issues. It's a shitty situation. It is, yeah. Like where you either got to suck it up or call or just never have closure. <laughs> like never have closure ever. There's a lot of things in my life I do not have closure exactly. with. Exactly. Same, same Z's. I'm kind of okay No, with. like thankfully with mobile and the app that I use, um, it, they send out automated text messages. Yeah. And so before where the older dogs that I was seeing when I was in a salon, if they never came back, I just assumed they died. And like, I never got closure on those situations because like I said, I'm a chicken shit. I'm not gonna call, I'm just gonna yeah. assume. And, but now I know when, you know, the clients are passing because they get that automated text message saying like, hey, where's your pepper? Not, hey, where's your pepper? Or like your next appointment is blah 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 yeah. for my confirmation and then they're like oh yeah it's just been holding off on telling you because we're still just so devastated yeah. and like so and so has passed and i'm like oh but beforehand in the salon environment i never really got that closure just sometimes so don't you love technology and how it makes being socially awkward so much easier it is it is <laughs> it is it is i really honestly when when it comes to like we'll get into it being socially awkward and technology later because it helps me out so much oh it does i could say a lot more stuff via text than i can like to a person's face or yeah. like on the phone yeah but yeah we'll, we'll get into that we'll in touch a that subject yeah some other time i think but we need to lighten the mood i know we kind of start off on a downer note <laughs> um but so last week um 
this will tie into our next segment, which is, you know, our shit stories. And unfortunately, we don't have any dog shit stories right now, um, but we do have people poop stories. And so we were kind of just going to go over like pooping versus mobile or brick and mortar. And like yeah. who has it worse? Because I texted, you know, uh, Vanessa last week because I had to take a shit so bad. And for us mobilers, we have to actually set up our toilets. Yeah, you were telling me about that. So, you, I, the first time you got your little porter potty, you got it for Christmas. I did my in laws? Oh, I thought got, it was from your husband. Okay. No, my in laws got me the toilet, which I think is amazing. But some people are kind of like, "Isn't that weird?" And I'm like, "No, that's fucking great. They care about my shitting at work." Like, I thought it was hilarious because like, that's Christmas, so caring. What was it? Christmas Eve, you sent me that text message, mm-hmm. and it's just a picture of you on a toilet. Exactly. And a little porta potty <laughs> that is probably the size of a child's potty. Yeah. Um, no, it's a little bit bigger. Well, it's, it has to be a little bit bigger. Yeah, but it's it, like on, comes up to my knees. It's like a little column. Mm-hmm. You can easily hide it. Yeah, from I'm actually people. thinking about getting a new one, but one that actually folds up. Yeah. And, like, I could put it in this little slot that I want to put it in. Okay. So I could put storage where my toilet's at now. But it's a nice toilet. It doesn't look like it. It's not a bucket with a seat. Like, this is kind of a luxurious toilet looking at it from the outside. Yeah. It's, like, gray, and it kind of tapers, like, it tapers up. So it's kind of like a cone-ish with a flat top. You cut the cone off, the top of the cone, and then... It's just got a lid that you lift up, and it's got like a nice little toilet seat, like a regular toilet, and then you lift that up, and there's a lid, and then you take the lid off, and there's this bucket, and you put bags in the bucket, and so um, I actually just got these cool biodegradable bags. So, because I felt really bad spending all this money. I use on compost, compostable bags. Yeah. I got them from Amazon. Yeah, I use um, the, what are the dog ones that are green? I use those for dogs, and they're biodegradable. Yeah. And I, I get really weird about those things, too. Yeah, you know, important. because plastic just sits there. I don't want to just sit there. Yeah, no, so, I agree. But I was spending a lot of money on um, these poop bags, and it's supposed to, like, help with the stink, but it didn't help with the stink. So I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to use these bags anymore. So I went on handy dandy Amazon and found cheaper bags for more. And they're biodegradable and they smell like fucking coffee. Like they're great. They're pretty. Oh, you'll have to send me the link. Because I use compost bags for like my hair and regular trash. And Mm -hmm. they're kind of flimsy, but I'm usually putting hair in my trash bag anyway. Well, they're flimsy. Because they're, ha- they're just like a different material than yeah, plastic. Yeah. But they seem pretty heavy duty. I haven't had one leak yet. Yeah, and no, they're I eight gallon bags. I haven't I haven't had any issues except for like me, myself puncturing the bags. Yeah, yeah. But so, they're like soft. I don't know, they feel really good and I find myself like just smelling them. Yeah, you'll have to just send me that info because I love oh, anything well. coffee smells. Me too. It smells really good. I was like... When I opened the bag, I was like, God, it smells like coffee in there. Yeah. And it was my shit bags, because it's usually what I use them for. I don't like scented bags generally, because I just, they're, yeah, they're obnoxious they smell smells. fake. Yeah, and they it's just, you a it, headache. it permeates, yeah. I yeah. had, um, I can't have even detergent in my grooming room. Mm-hmm. So, tell me what your current setup is, like, when you have to go to the bathroom. Well, it depends on the dog. So, as I Wait, am... the dog or you? both-ish, I guess. Like, if I have time and it's like, ooh, I can feel it coming, then sometimes I'll put the dog on the floor, depending on the dog. Uh-huh. Sometimes the dog is fine up on the table, but I'll lower the table. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of like at eye level. Um, <laughs> but I have had... Oh, God. Yeah, no, I had to get over that because I didn't feel it was appropriate to take your pants off in front of other do- like people's dogs. Like, they're seeing someone new, na- like, half-naked. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah. like, you could see everything, and this dog is just looking at you, and I'm, like, looking at the dog, and I'm like, can't you, like, turn away? Which I have had a dog where I was going to the bathroom, and I let shit you not. He was, his whole body was towards me, but his head was like, like oh, I don't want to fucking look. Like, this is foul. Until I got back, like, dressed back 
dressed and then he started looking at me again so that i appreciated that dog that was very nice of him um you know but so one time i was taking a shit and the dog um, i had was doing pictures for easter and you know those plastic stringy things that they use for grass yeah well he's a puppy at the time i think he was like six seven months Uh uh-huh and i'm going to the bathroom taking a shit and I look over and I see the plastic thing on the floor and I was about to reach over because I didn't want him getting it and eating it and then like tying up his insides you know what I mean yes so as soon as I saw it the dog was quicker than my reaction and picked it up and I had to like pinch off so fucking quick because he (laughs) saw that I saw that he got it and started to run not run because my trailer is not that big and went to the other side and I'm literally ass up, haven't even fucking wiped yet, <laughs> digging in this dog's fucking mouth to get the stupid little string out. And I am just like, wow. Only in mobile would that fucking shit happen. Like trying to get I got it out successfully. Thank God. But I'm then I had to sit down and be like, there's saliva all over my hands and the dog's looking at me like what? And then I had to, like, wipe off my hands and then wipe myself. Do you have, like, a little squirt bottle that you can kind of freshen up a little bit? Like, Oh, I just use my perfume. No, I mean, like, for your butt. No, that's too much time. Because taking a shit mobile, you literally have to set everything up. And so you open the lids, take the lid off, then I take the little tub thingy out, put the bag over it, put everything back together take my shit trying to take my shit quickly and then wipe tie off the bags put everything together and kind of just wash my hands and then get back to grooming so it's like almost a 10 minute process so i'm like adding 10 minutes to my fucking groom dang because like my shits are like 10 minutes. <laughs> okay so what happens when like you're not feeling so hot maybe you've eaten something that's just not settling right and you have the insta shit oh i get those all the time it doesn't matter what i've eaten Sometimes they're just like, bam, and I'm literally sweating my fucking ass off, you know, because we've all had those, yeah. and trying to just quickly, where I've almost shit myself, trying to get... So you have get, not had any accidents. I have not, thank God. Because thankfully, it's like right there, Yeah. but... Yeah, I'm thinking I win this. Yeah. And I've had situations where I didn't realize I was out of fact. So I've had to stressfully get out of my trailer, rummage around in my truck for just a plastic bag to shit in, and then quickly get back into my trailer, try and put it together, and strategically try and shit in a grocery bag because it doesn't fully stretch over my little toilet. And so, like, I am trying not to pee and then shit at the same time because I don't want to pee because there's holes in the bag. Yeah. And I don't want pee just leaking out of it all over my floor because I just put it in my laundry basket until I get home, which is super foul. But <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so I had to do that because I always pee when I poop. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that happens to anybody else, but that's what happens to me. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to, like, hold it off but shit at the same time, which was really difficult. And, but I did it successfully. Wow. Yeah, I try not to do that frequently. See, I feel like the outcome or the ending of your scenario sucks because you kind of have to linger with that yeah. shame that's in your laundry basket all day long. <laughs> it's so true. Whereas I'm in a brick and mortar so I can flush. Yeah. Um, but I quite honestly have the insta-shits very often Mm -hmm. as well and and, you know i'm a groomer so i live off of caffeine and it goes right through you and my diet may not be as nice as yours you you do try to stay healthy i do not Mm. so after an energy drink energy drink or a coffee like it 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 doesn't creep up it comes on instantly yeah and i have my day planned out i'm not a super fast groomer i'm not slow but i have my day planned out everything is pretty back to back to back and Mm -hmm. you know my day can be slowed down from clients from fussy dogs yeah but it seems that my day instantly gets ruined when i instantly have to go shit yeah because 
I always end up being in the middle of bathing a dog. And I'm not in... Yeah, I'm not in... Grooming it is, is okay, but I seem to always have where I'm in the middle of bathing the dog. That's the worst. So, um, yeah, I end up... Because then you got to put the dog away wet, and you're wet, and you've awful. wasted a it's, towel. It's awful, because in a, in a little trailer, you can just kind of... You can still be within arm's reach of a dog, yeah. even if they're in the tub. Yeah. You just, you know... I just leave the dog in the tub, and... Yeah. Hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there's... But your bathroom is in a completely different room. Well, there's two bathrooms where I grew. Mm-hmm. There's a broken bathroom that doesn't have a light, it hasn't opened the door, and it's all the way towards the back of the salon, and then there's one in the middle of the salon. The one in the middle of the salon is the most comfortable one to go to the bathroom in, mm-hmm. and then the yeah. backup one in the back is kind of for emergencies only, because the door does not close. It's janky... And the light doesn't turn on, so... But it's in the bathing area. Yeah. Um, but it's still too far away where you can comfortably leave a dog in... Mm, yeah. The, unless it's, like, an immobile... It's still... You still don't want to do it. Like, it's too risky, all yeah. safety reasons. Yeah. So I end up having to peel the dog away. And I'm, like, holding on for dear life. Do you just poop with the dog? No, no, I... You know, I saw a groomer do that. I've I've been very successful where, um, I've been very successful where I haven't gone to the bathroom on myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but it's like, I'm completely wet, soapy, and I'm really uncomfortable when I go. And I always end up having to go for a couple minutes because Mm -hmm. I've already fussed through everything. Yeah. So my body hasn't figured out how to de-stress and let it all go. So it takes its process. So it ends up screwing up my whole day. Yeah, so too like bad. Like my whole day. That sucks. Yeah. During the bathing process, I think would be the worst. It was. Um, but yeah, that sucks. Having to take a shit while you're bathing because then you're putting the dog in the kennel, which is making the kennel dirty, and like the other kennels are gonna get dirty, and then you gotta fucking wipe all that shit down. So then you're ten minutes that you were shitting has turned into maybe 15 or 20 minutes because you have to clean up the other areas. So what do you think is worse? Do you think it's worse? I think just shitting at work is worse. (laughs) (laughs) Shitting shitting at work is awful. It is. I remember being so self-conscious a long time ago where I could only go to the bathroom at home and I would hold it all day long. I never had that problem. I did maybe for like. I mean, I guess during my teenage years. First yeah. two years. Yeah, I refused to shit at school. Yeah. Oh, because that's the worst. It was embarrassing. Because they'll call. Those little assholes would fucking call you out. Ew, who's shitting? And you're like that Just chick in this stall. Shitting, and you're like, God. You Everybody have to like. my shoes because I had duct tape on my shoes because I had holes in my <laughs> shoes. I, I did. You'd have to do what I called poop um, shit confidentiality. So. You would want to go in when everybody was in the stalls or there was no one in there. But if someone came in while you were shitting or, like, just finishing up and you're wiping, I would wait until that person left so that they didn't see my face. So I could just walk aimlessly through the store and they wouldn't know who shit in the bathroom. So I would try and stay, like, anonymous. (laughs) Now I don't give a fuck. I'll just take a shit and... Oh, I don't care anymore. Yeah, no, I'm, an I'm an adult. I am a big girl now. Exactly. So, do you think it's worse having to sit all day for, you know, six to eight hours with the shame in your laundry basket? <laughs> or is it worse having to stop everything you're doing, put the dog down regardless of condition? Yeah. Whether it's soapy wet or not or full of its I'm going to go with the shame. Because I never know if a client is going to want to see inside my trailer. And I've literally had that happen. Where I had taken a shit at my stop before the appointment. And they were a new client. They're like, hey, can I check out my your trailer? And I didn't cover it up with a towel. <laughs> which I usually do. But I think that shit like put me behind. Yeah. And so the original bags that I was using were not malleable. And so the big gray plastic just is big and bulky and sticks out of the 
um, laundry basket because my laundry basket isn't that big. And so I had to like fucking rush in there and just like throw a towel over it. And then, which I've learned my lesson now, is I always just spray immediately afterwards. Yeah, Sometimes, I was about to ask about, does that stench linger? <laughs> it does. It does. Well, you know, when you have like a, a high protein diet and I eat a lot of vegetables, it just smells like rotten vegetables. <laughs> and It's pungent. It is you a little pungent. Broccoli. Yes. Like I can smell everything I ate. And so he was in like, a humid, oh, rich environment. yes. And then you're putting it in towels, which is humid. So then it makes it worse. Um, so he like was like, oh, yeah, sure. And I open it and I was like, God, it smells like shit in here. Oh, my God. And he's That's like, embarrassing. it is embarrassing. I was so embarrassed. And your trailer is very cute. It is. It's, it's very you know, cute, quaint, very, very homey. Yeah. And he actually complimented the trailer, and I'm just, like, fucking sweating my balls off. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. Yeah. So, like, I've never done that again. And so, like, always just make sure to cover it up. Well, when I was using those. Now the ones just kind of sink at the bottom, and they just, like, you can't see them. They're dark. That's and good. my hamper's dark. But now I just always spray after, afterwards. Yeah. You know, because it's my shit. I'm cool with the smell is what it is. Came out of my butthole. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but not, I don't want other people smelling it. Yeah. But, you know, so it's cool. It's cool. So what is our uh, next segment? So we wanted to talk about now why. Let's, yeah. Let's talk about, like, being socially awkward and dealing with. Yeah. How, why we don't answer the phones. One, I hate people. Okay. <laughs> so there's, this is, like, a long story, but it's not a long story. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't answer my phone because number one reason is that I have been in business for myself for about two years now. Actually, mm-hmm. exactly two years since June. Yeah, it has to be because mine will be two years in November and you started months before me. Yeah. So it's been two years exactly since I started my business and I did have a little bit of a break, but it was only for a few weeks because I had given birth. Um, but I've gotten a bad habit of not answering my phone. Mm, girl, preach. Well, it first started off in the beginning of my business. I kind of just opened up without doing anything. So mm-hmm. business was very, very slow. I would get yeah. maybe one dog a week. And I knew that. I knew everything going into it. I was... I, my life... Livelihood isn't dependent on my income. Um... So, and I already knew that I, you know, it's a part-time passion that will eventually turn into something more of a larger mm-hmm. income thing. Yeah. So, for me, I knew I could take a, it, I could take the hit. Yeah. Well, I, when I picked out my number, I was... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, at, I was, I got my work phone. I was very diligent. I wanted to be super professional. And he's like, what do you think about this number? And I was like, oh, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. That number is hot. That number is hot. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, the first month I was in business, my phone was blowing up. And I was getting so excited. I was like, yeah. Man, all these people are calling. They want information. Oh, they're calling. I'm going to be so busy right off the bat because my setup is so unique that Mm -hmm. I really honestly have to advertise. I have to have word of mouth. I'm not on a street. I'm actually inside of a building where... So I'm a little studio. I'm a room. I have a little 300-square-foot room. That is it. I prefer it that way, but Mm -hmm. it's really hard to be visible to the outside public so i'm thinking that people are you know seeing my yelp my myspace or my myspace my facebook wow my instagram we just aged ourselves <laughs> throw it out there for the age of myspace right. that was the best fuck facebook let's go back to myspace <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thinking i am super hot and popular and i'm really excited about mm-hmm. it well i started getting phone calls looking for other people so then i was like oh shoot i would answer the phone and it would be really odd people on the phone and they were asking really odd questions i'd get text messages of people sending pictures of themselves like what kind of pictures (laughs) (laughs) i got lucky enough not to get 
fully nude photos, but I always got body shot photos mm-hmm. of men saying, here's a picture of me, now can I have a picture of you? <laughs> so I'm thinking somebody freaking is trolling me online. <laughs> well, I started getting more phone calls, and lo and behold, they're looking for a pimp and prostitute combo, and they're looking for a prostitute named Summer. Yeah. And I knew it was a prostitute because <laughs> Las Vegas, where we currently reside, is huge with conventions. My phone, mm-hmm. I opened up my business during the middle of convention season, which we have multiple convention seasons, but there was... Yeah, we're like the biggest um, convention holder of like the world, I think, or something like that. Yeah, I guess is. yeah. So there was a time where there was like two or three conventions going on, so my phone was buzzing. I have, I've probably kept maybe one or two text messages, because I think there's funny, there's one guy, he honestly sent a picture of himself lying on, it looks like a fur rug. Oh my god. All the way out. Burt Reynolds style, but fully clothed. He was fully clothed. And he so had, he was trying to be a little respectful. He was trying to be respectful. And he had his dog, and he's holding his dog. Like, he's trying to, sh- it's like a macho, I'm handsome pose. Uh-huh. He wasn't being, like, it wasn't it wasn't like a sensual photo yeah he's just showing what you know what i look like yeah i like like i have i'm powerful i have a bearskin rug and i have it's so crazy that these people know to do that without any instruction what do you mean because you know they're not just texting being like hey is this so-and-so and And then so-and-so was like oh can you please send a picture so what i because you can't automatically because then it becomes illegal you can't automatically say how much you charge an hour no no, that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying they're not even checking to see if this is summer's phone and then summer's like oh yeah hey please send me a picture you know they're just automatically they know what to do they know they want to send the picture yeah so they frequented summer's home (laughs) 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 they frequented summer or las vegas like the prostitute yeah like they've been they've been doing this finding the asking for the pimp i'm assuming it's a pimp it could just be like a boyfriend pimping his girl you know yeah yeah there's it's different scenarios we are not make your money yes you know we condone sex working make it legal yeah i have no problem with sex workers or anything or what the dynamic of their relationship is Mm -hmm. but i would have people looking for these two individuals so i'm assuming it was like a teamwork thing i'm hoping it was a consensual and properly for sure for sure we're just gonna say she was a consenting adult and he was a consenting adult and it was all kosher it was like totally (laughs) that's what we want to think yeah i want to i want to think that um knowing that i have their number and they do not anymore sounds like a burner phone it probably wasn't a very good you know yeah well Well, you don't want to keep that like phone anyways i guess you're right but anyway, so I, that's one of the reasons why I stopped answering my phone for a very long time or yeah. whenever there was more than one convention in town. I had a person from Australia, like this is how I started figuring things out. This person from Australia called me and I thought it was odd, but I still answered my phone because I was very diligent and punctual and I wanted business. Mm-hmm. And so... Just not that business. <laughs> I'm asking, I'm saying, hey, thank you for calling. This is Vanessa with Mutt's Cuts. How may I help you? He did not catch on based on my name or my business, business name. name. Yeah. That wasn't what he was looking for. Now, this I don't part, think people listen to that part. I honestly do not think like, people listen. Maybe he thinks it's like a front or something. But anyway, yeah. you know, I'm asking how he'll help. He's like, well, when can we meet up? Um, this is where I'm staying at. I'm like, oh, okay. Do you have I'm any not mobile? You have to come to me. I know. <laughs> I was basically, you know, I kind of was getting the hint of what he was saying, uh-huh. and so I started kind of being more blunt and saying, "I am a dog groomer." Do you have any questions about dog grooming? Because I was getting so frustrated uh-huh. from these phone calls. Do you have any questions about dog grooming or dogs? And he's like. <laughs> so embarrassed like oh fuck <laughs> yeah so i mean i'm pretty sure he heard from the tone of my voice he wasn't the first caller yeah so that's when in the beginning of my career on my own i did not answer the phone very often i waited until there was a voicemail and i had to make sure it was a grooming voicemail mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. now i have grooming voicemails 
I still don't answer my phone. <laughs> I work part-time. I can only take on so many dogs at a time. Right now, I want to work full-time. I love my job. I want to mm-hmm. work full-time. Mm-hmm. I want to do as many dogs a day. I want to build my business. But I have a, a young infant child and mm-hmm. a young child. So it's really hard to, with my living situation, have the perfect setup mm-hmm. to where I'm working full-time. Yeah. You know, because I can't neglect them. Yeah. I have to at least put in a little bit of my mother time in. <laughs> so, so did you think about taking any of those uh, calls? Like actually going out there? I've lived in Las Vegas for a very long uh-huh. time. So I could have pimped you out. I'm not going to talk about this <laughs> story when I was in high school that I was like for a career I wanted to be a madam. Nothing wrong with that. They make good, respectable money. No, I know. <laughs> Um, but, like, I never got into it. Even though I had the connections, mm-hmm. I just was always in a relationship. You could have just taken Summer's clients. Obviously, she wasn't using them. <laughs> <laughs> it, only you. I think only you that would happen to. Like, that's just crazy. That's just the luck of the draw. I can't even... Yeah... So, why don't you answer your phone? Uh, it's a little difficult being mobile. Because, like, my whole thing is one-on-one attention. And answering phones, as we all know, puts you behind. And so... Oh, I don't answer my phones when I'm working. Yeah. I don't answer my phones when I'm working because it's just me. Yeah. And I have to have my eyes on... I actually keep my doors locked if I have um, to do my dog straight through and I don't have them back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So, I don't answer my phones. My doors are usually locked. It doesn't even look like I'm operating. Yeah. But I have to make sure that, you know, my time is... Mm-hmm. I've been to plenty of businesses that operate like that, though. That if they're working by themselves, they have to come let me in. My hairdresser's like that. Well, I mean... You know, as females, you know, we can't. we don't have the option to leave our doors unlocked. You know, because yeah. there's fucking crazy ass people. I I listen to true crime every day. Well, I know what happened. I've lived in Las Vegas long enough to know that it's just it's a really this could be a very good city for somebody, but it's also a very dangerous city yeah. in general. Like mm-hmm. overall, based on I think a lot of major you know cities are like that. You know, it no, just not all of them. Oh well, yeah, just you we, guys, Chicago. They're not Chica- the safest. I, Chicago. They have a higher crime rate than we do. They also have a larger population. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Major cities. Well, yeah, but there's New York has a huge population. They're one of the safest cities. uh, I don't know. I hear about people getting mugged all the the time. Yeah, but you hear about people getting mugged, but you get people, like, getting shot up for road rage on, um... Yeah, that happens in New York, too. No, it doesn't. I mean, okay, so when we were in New York with my husband, like, we were yelling at this guy, but he, like, threatened us with a crowbar, and I was just like, bruh, that's that's nothing, man. You you gotta come at me with something else. Whereas Chris was like, uh, my husband Chris was on his motorcycle years ago when he had a motorcycle, Mm -hmm. and there was just a guy randomly pointing a gun at him. (laughs) He was in one lane, and the guy was in a turning lane. He's just pointing at him, driving, and Chris told me... Two days later, and I was like, why didn't you tell me? He's like, one, because my life flashed before my eyes, and I didn't know how to actually tell you about that situation, because it was kind of scary. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, and it's just hard answering phones during work, so I'll try and, you know, call back my voicemails at the end of the day. I learned to not call people back who don't leave voicemails, because those are the ones that just want it now, instantly, and I'm like, well... Obviously, that's not happening because it's like four thirty. Yeah, I, I don't know how to implement or put on like all my information on my social media sites. I don't take same day appointments because I don't. My my day is honestly scheduled based on my first appointment. Yeah, well, and it's all about training your clients too. If you take that same day appointment, they usually expect it again the next time. And I like my clients. I'm learning that. 
to know who's in control of the business and that's me well mobile is very much like if you're calling mobile you know you're not Not all the time generally Mm. no not you know i'm learning that's not the case really no i get a lot of people who are like oh well why can't you come today well because i'm not in your area today oh well you could just drive over here and it's like no that hurts my bottom line you're 30 minutes in the opposite direction of where i'm at yeah like that's not how that works you need to wait for an appointment in your area and then they're like oh well that's inconvenient bye and it's like well i don't know you know and then it makes me feel like an asshole but it's just smart business wise because i'm utilizing more gas to go 30 minutes out of the way yeah and i pay a lot in fucking gas because i have a gas guzzler because that's what toes yeah and so i just don't take same day a lot of times i don't take same week appointments you know which makes sense when you're mobile with me i'm just don't do same day appointments yeah it's different in the salon environment usually you can take walk-ins but the way i set up my personal routine is Mm -hmm. appointments are done they're allotted a certain amount of time you pay for that certain amount of time you're very similar to mobile but brick and mortar because you do one-on-one with all your dogs yeah I mean, I could make so much more money by taking walk-ins, but I don't want to stress myself out. Yeah. Um, and I see how those, gener- those, it works really good with a lot of dogs. It works really good. Yeah. I just I've, don't have that kind of setup, and yeah. I'm not that kind of person. Yeah, I'm. You know, I think there is a place for those types of salons yes, where they stack their dogs. Yeah. Like, I mean, we've worked in those places for years. I worked corporate for six and a half years. And oh, there's nothing wrong with it. No, I we're not. It's, talk, it's we're a not, great way to make money. It is. It's a quick and fast way. But I learned that dogs, I've learned that dogs come to appreciate that one-on-one environment. They do a lot better. I had a gentleman, which I actually haven't heard from in a while, um... But he took his dog somewhere else. I was on vacation. And I didn't... I'm on fucking vacation, so I'm not going to have my phone. You know? And he went somewhere else, and he's like, they said he was bad. And just moving all over the place. This is an unaltered shih tzu that was barely even a year. Yeah, he's going to move. Yeah, he's going to move. But he doesn't move for me because there's no distraction. Yeah. It's literally just me and the dog. There's... Yeah. nothing for him to look at there's nothing and i'm like he probably wasn't bad he was just excited he's a fucking puppy he wants to play yeah play 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 and so that started to stress me out and that's why i chose to go mobile because it just financially at the time made more sense because if you go your own diy way mobile you can it's a can be a lot cheaper not it doesn't have to be cheaper to start out you i've seen these beautifully done trailers and vans and like they put some money into that and you know we chose to go um just a little bit cheaper but our trailer still came out really nice yeah and and you 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 upgraded along the way it looks Mm -hmm. nice yeah the only way i can upgrade is actually to get my own larger salon and in my own location but I just don't have the private setup and I I, oh, I think about mobile all the time because when I did that drive along with you it was good I liked it mm-hmm. I really like the intimacy and you know but it's just I'm such a bad driver oh so am I I drive like I do not have a trailer attached to me because you kind of have to drive like an asshole and People. I've never gotten in an accident myself personally. I have been in one that I have caused. I've been in multiple that I have not caused. But I've given people but panic attacks. You give driving. me a panic attack every time I'm in See. your fucking car. So then, not just sometimes, every time. So then, like my confidence is not. I don't have high confidence. It's I, different though, like because I drive like an animal too when I do not have my trailer hitched. But you can't go. You can't, you can drive like an animal, but you can't. Because if you're swerving everywhere, you're going to tip your trailer. And it's a little bit harder to drive like that when you have a trailer. You can't really, you know, because it will spin, like, your car out of fucking, you'll go everywhere. And so it's a little bit different when you, and it's heavier, and you can feel it back there. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, okay, you know, I have something back there. 
but I will like if someone is not letting me in I will just start to merge into the lane if I have I will <laughs> give them do it all the time I yeah Mac trucks do it mm-hmm. too so. I will give them ample amount of time to yeah. allow me to come into that lane and I always try and merge into the third lane so I'd like I like to drive in the middle lane because it's a little bit faster and I'll merge into that third lane to try two about two miles before my exit that's coming up okay. because most of the time people will not let you in in enough time you can't just get over in a in that mile because people won't let you in and then fuck there's your you know there's your exit because i've done that before and it fucking failed so i'll try and get in like two miles before and i'll just if they're not doing anything for me i just fucking start to get over oh yeah i had a gentleman roll down his window and come from behind me into the middle name in the middle lane and they threw their fucking drink at my truck and i'm like i gave you so much time to slow down because i had enough space to do it but i don't like cutting people off you know yeah so i could have done it and be an asshole but i gave them enough time to slow down for me to get in or go in front of me which is fine yeah but they chose to do neither so I fucking took control and I was like, you know what? I will just cut you off then because you're being a fucking dick. And so I went into the middle lane and they got hella pissed and you just hear and like go into the middle lane, roll down their window, give me the finger and threw the drink at my car. And I was just like, wow, fuck you. I gave you enough time. But so, yeah, sometimes you just got to take control. <laughs> so have you here's another thing where you have to kind of like take control um it's different now arguing with clients yeah so it's really different now that I'm alone but do you have like a story where I have a famous one in my mind but do you have a story where you were arguing with clients and it just it was just so epic that it's still on your mind Oh, yeah, I have one, and it wasn't really even uh, a full-on argument. Um, I had a lady that came in with her daughter's Yorkie. I did not know how old this daughter was, but walked in, and the dog is just incredibly matted, like incredibly matted. And she's like, well, I want to leave some hair on the dog. And I was like, well, unfortunately, your dog is matted. Like, I can't. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to shave the dog. She's like, you can't shave the dog. This is my daughter's dog. She's going to expect hair. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, you're, the dog is matted. And she's like, well, you can't shave it. And I'm like, well, that's what's going to have to happen. There's no brushing this out. There's nothing I can do. And I'm going through the motions, and she's like, well, could you just leave some hair there? And I was like, no. And I didn't say anything else. I just said the word no. She's like, well, what about here? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, what about here? And I'm like, no. Well, what about here? No. I literally said the word no 10 times with nothing else. I'm just like, no, no, How long no, was this argument no. It was like a good 20-minute argument. Yeah. And I'm literally just saying no. And she's like, well, fine, just shave the dog. I was like, okay. You know, I need you to sign this matted pet release form, blah, blah, blah. I went through everything. I crossed my T's, dotted my I's to make sure that shit could not come back on me. And everybody, after she left, everybody just started fucking laughing. They're like, you said no at least ten times, maybe even more. And you didn't say another word to her. You just kept saying, no, no, no. I literally, that's all I said to her. I just would look at her and be like, no, no, like a freaking child. I was talking to a child and that was like my best argument. <laughs> it was great because I just said no. I didn't even say anything else. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So when we worked together at that one salon, I don't know if you were there, um, but I was opening and it was my first dog of the day. Mm-hmm. And then one of our older, other coworkers came in, like, maybe an hour or two after my, uh, after I opened. Well, anyway, I had this dog, and it was, like, a Havanese mix. He comes in, and he hands me 
a matted mess. So matted to the skin. And I basically, and all these arguments start off because of matted dogs. That's just how it is. But we end up, um, I am talking to him. I'm very pleasant. I'm very polite. I tell him the situation. Um, and you know, he's telling me how good the dog is and that this is his first time here, but he read our reviews and he wanted to get his dog groomed here desperately because of how good we were, um, with dogs based on our reviews on our Yelp and our Facebook slash MySpace. And, uh, he, you know, he's just ranting and raving about us and I think he was trying to butter me up, but I didn't catch on to it. But I go in and I said, well, okay, your dog's extremely matted. I did say that I could probably save a little bit of hair. So it looked like on the body I could have maybe gotten a seven through or a five. So it, a little bit of fuzz left on where I didn't have to do a ten strip all over. But that was just not satisfactory to him. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm explaining to him I'm going to do the best I can to save what I can knowing that his dog is a hot mess. So yeah. I'm, t I'm feeling really proud. Like, I'm going that extra limb for him. And he's like, oh, wait, no, we don't want it that short. And I'm like, well, that's what I can do. Uh -huh. Like, I don't have a magic wand. And I remember saying those words, I am not magic. I cannot do that. <laughs> and I'm being super polite. Yeah. I'm still just telling him, like, I'm still trying to tell him, I am going to work extra hard for you. But we are going to be realistic today. So I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm just still giving it to him. But he's like, no, well, you can't do that. And I'm like, pretty sure I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, that's what I can do. So, you know, I knew where this was going. And so now I'm leaving it open for him to exit the place. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm either like, you're going to do it or you're not. Yeah. I'm like, well, this is what I can do. This is what I'm going to do. If your dog stays here, this is what I'm going to do. So then he starts getting defensive. Yeah. Right? He starts saying, well, if I leave my dog here, are you going to hurt the dog? I'm Ew. like, what? What? I'm like, like, how did you even jump to that? Like, exactly. where are the pieces? So then I got hot. I got hot so quick. I was like, okay, well, then, then you can leave. If you don't feel comfortable with me grooming yes. your dog, you can leave. If you don't feel comfortable with the haircut I'm going to do, you can leave. The moment I said he can leave and go somewhere else, he was like, no, 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 no. I really want you to groom. Mm -hmm. I really want you to groom my dog. I really want my dog to be groomed here. I just don't want you to cut it really short. I'm like, that is what I'm going to do. I went on for 45 minutes. Oh, hell arguing with this man telling him to go somewhere else yeah i kept saying you would probably be better to go somewhere else yeah and i you know i'm saying it in every nice way possible mm -hmm. until in the end when there's two people two clients coming in for another groomer coming in and i'm yelling at him i am not going to shave your dog Go somewhere else. You need to leave. You need to leave. Yes. He's refusing to leave. Ugh. He starts crying. Security. He starts crying. I did not feel threatened by this man, surprisingly. <laughs> um, but he starts crying. And he's oh crying God. because he's so frustrated he needs to get his dog groomed. And he starts telling me his whole life story about his no. wife and his daughter wanted this dog. And they don't take care of this dog. And he didn't want the dog. And he's the one who has to take care of the dog. And I said, well, you guys aren't doing a very good job communicating. <laughs> That's, Let me you just know. shit on your dreams even more. I had to. I was so <laughs> mad. And the guy was not leaving. And, oh you know, I could just, you know, there was other groomers there. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel unsafe. Yeah. I didn't feel threatened. I felt disrespected. Yeah. So he ended up cooling off, apologizing, mm -hmm. saying he really wants his dog groomed. Then he agreed to the haircut that I said I would try to do. Mm -hmm. In the first place, mm -hmm. I did charge him almost 50 extra dollars. Good. His dog was perfect. The dog came up fine. It yeah. had a short teddy bear head. I got like a five on the legs, seven on the body. I did a nice little cut. Mm -hmm. It was great. He comes in. He sees the dog. I noticed there was so much alcohol in that dude's breath. Oh my he, God. The time that his dog was there, he went out. He got sloshed. Over my, his dog? I think of the argue, I think it was more or less the argument that we had because I was literally, literally yelling at this guy's face. 
and telling him that I'm not a oh fucking magician. God. He needs to go. I'm not going to hurt his dog. If yeah. he feels that he doesn't, if he doesn't feel comfortable leaving his dog with me, he needs to go somewhere mm-hmm. else. I started naming off places. You can go to this place. You can go to that place. You can mm-hmm. go to that place. No, no, they won't take good care of my dog. Well, then why are you You here just said that I wasn't going to take good care of your dog. I'm yelling at him, and there's, there's a couple, and they're looking at me like, oh, shit, what did we walk into? Because I just, I, I'm very, very mm-hmm. passive. I'm very, very quiet. I'm very, very professional. Like, when I'm talking to people, even when I'm being saucy, I'm not even really being that saucy. Mm-hmm. And when I argue with clients, it's never really an argument. They can get heated. They can get pissed off. Yeah. But the moment that guy said, are you going to do something to my dog? Yeah. I was no. so you, hot you can leave now. Yeah. You can leave now. Yeah. Like, that... It's just not right. Now that I'm by myself, though, I refuse to argue with clients because it makes me uncomfortable because I'm by myself. Yeah, you don't have that backup. I'm the same way. I don't like to argue either when I'm by myself. Yeah, because you don't know. And it makes me... I feel uncomfortable for you because... Or for your safety because you have to go to other people's houses. Yeah, and people have, like, this one up... Like, this leg up on me because they're in their territory. They know where their butcher knife is at to stab me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, um, so what is the weirdest thing you found in your dog? I haven't found anything truly weird, but I know you have (laughs) found something very weird. I did. I found a nice little nugget in a dog's coat and so this client she is super dainty like she's a very nice you just can tell that she's not necessarily conservative she probably was a hippie back in her day but then like turned responsible (laughs) and but she is just like this beautiful tall asian woman she was she has a son so she's older but she's like super just super nice and shy um and I'm grooming her dog, and I think I had it on the table, and I was just feeling the dog after I did the dog's nails. And I felt like this thing, and I immediately, like, take my arm away. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's clearly something, like, in this dog's fur, and I'm about to get bit by something. Because, like, <laughs> that is my fear, is finding bugs in a dog's fur. I've heard of people finding, like, brown recluses on a dog, and, like, that's not my jam. Yeah. Not my jam. Immediately, that dog would go home. Yeah. Like, even if the spider died I was like there's obviously the a nest still on the table hanging off the thing i'm not touching it. no no i'm not touching it just <laughs> there's clearly like a nest of spiders in there but anyways so i like freak out and i'm like okay it's cool i didn't feel anything move it was just hard so maybe it's just like a bird or something yeah so i'm like going through the coat because it was like i like a five inches of coat but this dog wasn't matted they actually brushed their dog out um and so i'm like feeling it and i'm like digging in the hair and it's weed like a bull size, like a good bull just stuck <laughs> in this dog's coat. And they, the dog's fairly clean. You know, I hadn't washed it yet or anything, so this weed is still in still in good condition. So maybe it was, like, in the car or yeah, in the or bedroom or something. Yeah, or in the bedroom. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, you know, I'll just put this aside. And I put it aside. I put it in a little baggie because... I wasn't going to give that shit back. I'm going to confiscate that and I'm going to take it home. That's my tip. Yeah. And so, like, I bathe the dog, yada, yada. The dog is great. Um, and so I'm talking to the client. I'm checking him out. And I'm like, hey, you know, I just wanted to mention something. And she's like, whoa, what happened? And I'm like, you know, I found something in the dog's coat uh, that I, you should probably be aware of. I don't know where the dog may have picked this up. Because this was before it was legalized here in Nevada, yeah, right? Yeah, this yeah. was. Um, and yeah, this was like so many years ago because I was still working at Corp. Um, so I probably should have thrown it away because, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. But anyways, so I'm like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know where in the garden your dog was, but they picked up a very, very special flower. She's like looking at me kind of confused. I'm like, this flower can be a little expensive, so I don't want him trampling anything. And she's like her eyes just like widened and was like oh okay I know okay that flower and I'm like yeah that flower 
and she's like i will talk to my son about his garden (laughs) and i was like okay i'm like i hope i didn't get anyone in trouble you totally got somebody in trouble yeah she's not smoking it (laughs) exactly someone in the house i was just like she's like oh well was it a lot i was like i mean i totally played it down because i didn't want her to ask for it back and i was like no it it was i was like it wasn't that much you know and so i'm like thinking i'm gonna go home and like fucking smoke this shit the dog was fairly clean and honestly i'm a dirty heathen so even if the dog was dirty i would have (laughs) taken it home and still like smoked it i mean it's getting sanitized right by the fire yeah so (laughs) like it was actually some pretty good shit it wasn't enough to like get you like super high but it was i felt a little mellow the sun has um pretty good taste in marijuana but she was so embarrassed like she turned like 50 shades of red but that was great it's so incredible that in this day and age where marijuana is legal here in Las Vegas it's great It's, it's great but I have less stank skunky dogs that come in and stank up my whole salon than I did before it was legalized so true it's so weird because I would have people come in and they're in the lobby and Man. Getting a fucking contact high. Yeah, like you're stinking up the whole lobby, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to be like a respectable business. Exactly. <laughs> I'm always terrified. Like people are thinking I'm drinking or smoking on the job. Exactly. Because I use hand sanitizer and it smells like alcohol, and it's like thinking, yeah. oh, it smells like alcohol on me. I'm supposed to be drinking. Mm-hmm. Or there was a guy that went to our corporate store, and the lobby would smell like marijuana for. Every time he dropped off his dog. Hours. And it was that little... Old lady that, like, didn't she, like, make a comment or something? Or she No, just... I just remember this guy when we worked at corporate. He had this little, fluffy, little dog. Yeah. And he always came in with, like, a squad of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was just so funny because he's an older man and he has a squad of his, you know, his friends are all coming in and they're all fucked up yeah they're all high as shit he is this big ass dude with his fluffy little probably pomeranian chihuahua mix i don't remember the dog i just remember the dog's name was bougie probably because they all looked bougie (laughs) yeah Yeah, they always had a bunch of yeah they had like an entourage yeah that came with this guy and it's literally like they were all smoking either on the way there or they parked lit up smoked in the parking lot and then just walked into the lobby like, hey i gotta drop my dog off and like <laughs> i smoke pot and but i smoke in the confines of my home and so i know how like slow you can be and i find that when you're talking to someone trying to check in their dog and they are high as fuck it's excruciating because they're it like is. Yeah, he was like totally cool with anything you did with that dog. Oh, he didn't care. Yeah, and because I remember Diane, Diane. Did I think it. it was Diane's dog. It was Diane's dog. I think we just name dropped. Sorry, Diane, <laughs> but you remember that fluffy little Pomeranian Chihuahua yeah. mix that came in and was stanking up the whole place. I believe it was her dog. And the dog, I know he wasn't neutered because. He but was, he was probably very chill because of he all was that a cool dog. Marijuana. He was a really nice dog. He was a cute dog, and it just—it was just this big ass dude coming mm-hmm. in, stanking up the whole place, and it was yeah. hilarious. But yeah, no, I don't. I just feel like those situations don't happen as much anymore, yeah. and it does. Like I, I'm pro marijuana. Smoke, do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. But it is really hard <laughs> dealing with those to people. Deal with, it's it's healed it's hard to deal with drunks. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to deal with know it alls and it's hard to deal with stoners. <laughs> it is. It's just you know what I think it is? It's hard to deal with people. It is really hard like to deal with people. You so you kinda have to cut us a break <laughs> when it is hard to deal with people. We work with animals. If you know you're gonna drop off your dog Save it till you drop off the dog. Exactly. Go get light up in the parking lot. No, you know, you know, save it until after the groom is completed. It's literally like an hour of your day. Oh, I don't care. I don't care. It's usually when they drop off is when they're most talkative, and I'm most talkative at the end. I am too. But that's okay because I'm the one doing the talking. Yeah, but I don't want to talk to some drunk ass motherfucker. They don't remember, and then usually they leave like 
having such a good impression. Like, right? she's so nice. Do you nice. remember that chick, speaking of drunk people, really quick, um, she always would, like, forget her dog. But she finally came. We told her like, if you forget your dog, you're gonna be getting that extra charge. Oh, she and was she always And she was at drunk. the pool party, and she came in, and it was a topless pool party, and her tit fell out of her shirt. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that lady. Yeah. Oh, she was the worst. But yes. everybody got a free titty show because <laughs> she was wearing a see-through shirt. Yeah. And then she went and bent over to grab her dog, and her tit just was like, Bloop. like what's up, guys? Yeah. I know that was great. I drive a Mercedes. Yeah. And you just drove it drunk from a pool party. Yeah. But she was aware she was foul. I hated her. Yeah. She was so entitled. She yeah, was and that she person. was always pissed that she had to pay more for leaving her dog there. Yeah. But Either overnight it. or, you know, too late. So mm-hmm. she'd get charged only twenty five dollars. Yeah. And she would complain about that. Yeah. Well be on time, bitch. Pick up your dog. But speaking of time, I think we have exceeded our time limit but i've had a good time i've had a great time yeah i don't think uh we were as awkward as we were the first no i don't think so i think we had this together a little bit we'll get more organized guys yeah and we would last episode i realized way after like days after we did not have an email at the time so you couldn't obviously drop an email of your fun stories that we would love to share with the world I think that's a stretch with our people. (laughs) Um, But hit us up at groomerhumor at gmail.com. Nothing special, but just send us your funny stories. It could be a shit story about you or a dog. It could be uh, about a customer. It could be just some fucking groomer shit. Just send us groomer stories. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to share your stories. Yeah, so uh, Vanessa's out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with some cool stuff. Yeah, hopefully you'll uh, hopefully you will see us more on more active on social media and uh, yeah, we're just waiting for a couple things for our logo to be done, and we'll have a, a page and stuff like that. Yeah. But as of now, you just get to hear our lovely voices. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, until next time.